That's right, welcome back to Range Anxiety, where you can uh, get that 30 minutes of experience spread out of 30 years of uh, podcasts, and, uh, <laughs> and we get in the laugh again because I've yep. got the gypsy next to me. The gypsy? Well, that's what, what he said. Oh, I wasn't even listening to that, I was confused Swing. by your screen, but hey world, hey Muddy, hey babe. Yeah, you got the wrong screen up. Was he worried about your range anxiety? Yeah, range anxiety is always a thing. That was Joel <laughs> Fletcher, Savage, eh, with the swing. Swing, yeah, okay. Do a bit of swinging ever, Paul? Not the kind of swinging I think that's about, is it? Or I don't know. No, I'm not sure I've what it's actually about. i baseball with <laughs> Yeah, but never much of a swinger, no. I only race cars because true sports, you need two bowls. <laughs> How many That's times it. have you seen that meme? Uh, multiple. Yeah. Probably not today, but yeah, every other day. It's an oldie, but a, but a goodie. It's a little bit warm in here at the moment, isn't it? Seat is already toasty. Is that right? Maybe yep. I'm not allowed to touch your controls. Oh, you've got the heated seats are on. <laughs> Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> that no wonder. It. If That's you say it. my butthole's sweating, it turns them off, would you believe? Oh, I could imagine that's yeah. a good thing. But yeah, we don't want no, no. Your butthole sweating is that actually that'd be Oscar just what, roasting. What is swinging got to do with? Today's? No, nothing at all. I just it was just scrolling through my playlist and it came up as a suggestion for you. A suggestion for yeah, me. Yeah, so yeah, it was a okay. suggestion for you actually. But what? Because we're going to talk about something else today, and it's like you know when you when you um, go out fishing with PPRE, yep. you know in the in the super yacht, the oligarch <laughs> super yacht, you know, and you come back empty-handed with a few empty tins. What are you always talking about? You're talking about the one that got away. Yeah, yes. wish he was this big. Oh, there's been a few crackers that have got away, though. Live baiting with Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I don't know if anything would eat that. Um, but, yeah, no, we've got a, we've got a few stories, both both you and I, about this, about cars that we had that were really good um, that have got away. And today, when you talk, I'm going to stop going, yep, yep, yep. Who yep, is? Over the top of me, because I do it all the time. Do you? I do it as well, I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well, yeah, there's been quite a few, but I'm going to be very, very brand specific. Because as you know, I'm a GM, well, I'm a Holden man, not even GM man, just have a you Holden owned anything man. else? Uh, think about the it. Of, the top of my head, no. Wow, that's really. That is weird. But like, yeah, I have, but not... You've had a Toyota? Have I had a Toyota? No, I don't reckon I've actually owned anything. Wow. Yeah. Other than a Holden? Yeah. I mean, as family growing up, you know, with the family had the odd Ford thrown yeah, in there. Yeah, we've covered that. Yeah, we've been there, done that. But no, me personally, actually owned, paid hard-earned for. Well, I've got the odd um, Korean car. Really? It's a Holden Astra. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, actually, the current Holden Astra is a um, made in Antwerp or whatever it is in Oh, is it? Is, it, is there a current Holden Astra? No, mine. The, you know, our, our just ah. our hack. Yeah, yeah, our hack car. But, yeah, none of those were... Well, that, none, that's not something I'd want to hang on to. That just no. happens to be there as a shopping trolley. Yeah, that's very but, cool. But cars that I have owned, my odd... So I know people out there that still own their first car or still have in their possession their oh, first car. Well, we work... know a few, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but I work with blokes that are like, they're not young fellas either, but sentimental value, I don't know, you can't put a price on that. What about the people that go and hunt down and buy their first car, car back? back. Yeah, yeah, like someone here yeah, has no, bought yeah. a certain car back. What? It wasn't his or... first car though. No, but 
No, I'm talking about the 502 Ute. Oh, that's been bought back once. Only once. But yeah. it was gone for like 20 years. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And then there's the um, the Camaro that's just been bought back for the fourth time, I believe. Yeah, well, you good things come in fives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't crazy. Know what that's about. But my first car was a HK. It wasn't anything flash, Yeah. but it, it sort of had all prem bits and pieces all over yeah. it. You know, it wasn't, but it, it was made to look cool. It had rims and... Just, you know, slammed, you know, like... HK Prem. Yeah. Four-door, like, obviously. Four-door, yeah. It was not a two-door. But at the same time, I've always liked the HK. Right. So it had the, you know, the, the trim across the boot. All the little, the little smaller lights. I liked the yeah, rear end yeah. of the HK. And it was just a nice car. It was just cool. It what didn't was, break. What it what didn't was handle. nice about it? It was just cool. I mean, you know, like it was a cool car to... Yeah. Just a cruiser around. Okay. It was a cruiser. A, a bit of... It would be something that would be still cool to own today, I reckon. The engine was? I reckon it was the 202. Wow, six-cylinder. Yeah, because it, I don't think it was original. It would have probably been gone through a few. Yeah, well, yeah. you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> but it went all right. It was three on the tree. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, was, I love tree shifts, yeah. column shifts. You didn't Absolute. do a speco floor conversion? That was one of those things on the cards. But it started, I was only a young fella then, and, and money was, you know, tight. Yeah, I was get paid on a Thursday. She broke by Saturday, borrowing money off my brother on Sunday. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so it was just it kept getting um, neglected. Right. Every bit of work I had to do on that was to find something that wasn't as bad as what I was taking off. That was the one with the brake failure through the yeah, intersection. Yeah, that's and, uh, the one. Sounds like that, a keeper. That, <laughs> yeah. that was the last straw for that one. I yeah. kind of parted it out a little bit after that because the motor was good and someone wanted that motor and. Really? And then, then the car just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> what, it just went back to the earth so that, so that, so that Brocky could do an ad about it like back 20 years later? Back it came. That's wow, it. that's crazy. So that it, was... It was just a cool car. But you wish that had never got away? Yeah, kind of. Just because it was my first car, you know. Like, it'd be good... Imagine having it now, doing her up. Yeah. LS conversion. Nah. <laughs> we'll just leave it. Nah, but, well, I reckon I've got one of these here somewhere. I've got one that I wish never got away. And I don't think I, I'm not sure if I've spoken about it before with you in the car. I think I have spoken about it before. But it was a late 60s K10 Toyota Corolla Sprinter. Okay. Now, that had twin carbs. Yep. So it wasn't just a badge kit or anything. No, Sprinter was, it was a cool little coupe body, and it was um, quite a rare thing. And I bought it off a guy... Uh, who do I buy that off? A guy called Helmet, I reckon, <laughs> had that, and uh, it was ve- it was it was all there, but it was a little bit run down. Yeah. And my mate um, at the time, who I was doing a lot of tuning with, Mark Tilbrook, he actually helped me after hours um, restore it, okay. essentially, and he repainted it and everything. And you know, so basically, it was like I did the wicket keeper, put on the gloves and stood back. <laughs> you like that? And yeah. he he did he did, all, he did most of well, if not all of the work and. Geez, that was a beaut little car. It was a rawdy little thing. It went well. It handled well. And I ended up like giving that away to someone for like, you know, three and a half grand 25 years or 30 years ago. Uh, and I shouldn't have. 20, 25 years? Yeah, ago. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, so I was only a junior. Yeah, yeah, okay. At the time, I was only oh, 40. <laughs> <laughs> did, you yeah. know, did you know in eight years' time, uh, the 80s were 50 years ago? That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. not good at all. <laughs> so, no, it's a weird feeling. I, I wish I'd never got rid of that one. So okay, is it is it a valuable car or is it? Oh, any... probably. Oh, see, yeah. mine was. Oh, mine might have been. You know, mine, my first. mine might have been like a thirty grand car now. Yeah, 40 I'm, grand I'm car. just thinking that sentimental more than 
yeah. value on that one. That's but right. as for a good car, I yep. also had a VL 5-litre Bellina. I think we've mentioned this before. I think we have. Yeah. It, it was just it was just, it was a very nice car. It was a very good car, and I've still to this day got a soft spot for the VLs. I just like them. Wasn't that old though then? No, no. I would have had a like it was only probably three year old when I bought it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it was fairly new. It was it was good. It was it was an excellent car. It was mint this thing, and the only reason we got rid of it is because when the daughter came along. Yeah. Um, there was just no room in those bloody things. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There's no room uh, for a small kid in a four-door Aussie family sedan. We used to travel around a bit. So, yeah, yeah we used to get Dallas Springs in it occasionally. When you threw in the, the portable cot and pram and stuff like that, have you put anything in the boot of a VL? No. No. Oh, it's a VL, not a VN. <laughs> yeah, VL. Yeah. VL. Um, Only nitrous it. bottles. <laughs> That's about all that would fit in there, and rightly so. That's... Probably what the boot was designed for. It was a sports for. sedan. It was yeah, never exactly. designed to be a family yeah. car. Race car. Race car, yeah. yeah. So and that that is one that I wished I'd never got rid of. Um, not for any other reason other than I still like them. I'd still like one today. Was it a BT1? <laughs> no, it wasn't a BT1. It wasn't wasn't a genuine race car. No, it wasn't a cop. That was a cop pack. With <laughs> That's a ca- right. Different calibrated speedo and stuff. I think stuff. they even had a cop chip in the carby one. They were that good. Really? So yours, <laughs> oh, yours would have been Carberoosted, wouldn't it? One of the last, or if not the, yeah, what's the last? Yeah, yeah. wow, that's, that's actually spooky and yeah, scary. Yeah, the, the injected well. five litre came out during that model, didn't it, really? Yeah. With the, with the um, Walkinshaw. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first injected Holden, I reckon. Oh, yeah, five litre. Well, it was, Holden. yeah, yeah. 4.9, correction. We had 4.9, for yeah, no, no one was cheating in Group A. <laughs> didn't have right. pressed tin rockers either. No. That was the real deal. So. But that, that was a very good car. That I followed that straight up with a VN 5-litre Bellina. Well, we can get onto that in a minute. It's one car at a time. <laughs> oh, right? sorry, I jumped the You gun. never, ever stick to the script, do you? Nah. No, scripts are for... Oh. Yeah, dumb asses. <laughs> Paul, get the script out. So what was my next one? You know, I had a few listed down that I, I didn't want to get rid of, but then I can't remember what they are now because there's been nah. so bloody many. Uh, I think the next one would be, I mean, you brought it up, but I actually wasn't that unhappy to get rid of it. It was my R32 yeah. GDR. Uh, the, again, there's a there's one I would own. That's why I reckon they're cool. Yeah. If I'd ever owned one, I reckon I'd still have it. Well, they're a car for a purpose, and you know, I I got rid of it for a purpose, but it wasn't it wasn't the best of R thirty two GDRs. Okay, I mean, okay. when I got it, it was a came from the auctions in Japan. It was a write off because it had, uh, I think, it needed a rear quarter. Oh, so it put a rear quarter on it. Was smashed, and also yeah. noticed when I was looking at it that um, it was that gunmetal grey colour that. Um, because it had been from the North Island somewhere and um, it had been up in some snowy conditions, a bit of the salt had eaten through a few things on it. Like on the inside front guard, there was a hole through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it's not more of a thing from over there. Oh, it is. I remember that, that um, yeah. we had that car yeah, come yeah. Back from England here and the salt yeah, the was Minara, horrendous. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 32s. You'd... You it didn't, was a, look, I got it looking really nice, you know, bogged it up and, you know, put a new quarter on it and, and got it, you know, fixed that metal-wise and got it But you didn't nice. love it? I didn't love it. I paid an AVO uh, straight-fit intercooler on it. I had 550cc injectors. I tuned it um, with the standard ECU before Nistune was around. And I had, like, I basically had all my mates' scraps because they were building big <laughs> GDRs. But when we used to go out for hills runs, um, it could keep up with some of the bigger cars because it had it had small bolt-on AVO um, Garrett's on it. Oh, yeah. um, it was making 300 and 
oh, 10 or 20 kilowatts at the at the wheels back then on 98. That's so good. it was a pretty stout little yeah. car. It was probably an 11 second, a mid 11 second car. It was pretty fast. Yep. Um, but and I liked it. You know, I went things on when I was in Japan. I'd pick up bits for it, like brand new gear stick knob and you know brand new steering wheel. So I had it looking pretty good. But that's just you in general, isn't it? Yeah. You, I don't th think you'd be. Uh driving around in many shit boxes. Well, I try and, well, I have, but I try not to. Um, and yeah, but when I sold that, that was, uh, as I've, I've said this before on the podcast, I sold it for a brand new, um, basically straight swap for a brand new VXSS six-speed yeah. LS1. Yeah. And that was the first new car I'd ever owned. But, you know, like, it's sort of, they went from, oh, that's really cool to being pretty lame, to sort of come back to being cool again, didn't weren't they really a VXSS you know for a while there you probably thought oh man what what a mistake that was no it didn't and, no you didn't oh I made so much money out of it yeah well, oh, you you, know. you, no you it did. was actually I enjoyed the car because it was a fresh platform here in Australia and I got a lot yes. of got a, made a lot of friends and enemies um, with it you know with the book club boys and you know we were all there was a great amount of camaraderie that came from that car and and a lot of driving um, Do you know where that car is? Happiness. Now it went to Port Pirie, and that's the last I ever saw of it. Not long after I sold it. Yeah. Okay. It, so, because where I was going with that one was, if you saw them both, would you would you grab the GDR back or the VX? Oh, the GDR probably. <laughs> but the GDR got put into a wall um, not long after I sold it, oh. and I think. And the VX, I'm just just would have died a normal VX death by now, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? It's a it's a long 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 lifespan for a VX. Yeah. What? 2001 two yeah. era yeah, yeah no it was a late it was a late one i remember yeah i remember buying it off my friend julian newton at uh city holden adelaide <laughs> who is now adelaide kia gm special vehicles and yep. anything else he can get to sell yes okay what's your next one Bob? yeah well again the next one i was going to say before but i got told off was the vn <laughs> Now, the VN, that was a five-litre Bellina. Yeah. Now, they're one of those ones that went through an ugly stage. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were they were like much maligned for a long time there. Yeah. You know, like it was yeah. just, yeah, shitbox VN. It's almost... It was a... I don't know, like a meme in itself owning a VN. A meme? Yeah, Steely's on the back. Before memes were around. That's right. They were a bit of a joke. But... But they're not now. No. In fact, I'd love a VNSS in the Atlas Grey. Atlas Grey? Yeah, that was a cracker of a colour. I really like it. Is an, it is yeah. actually a good colour, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But mine was a VN Bellina in the white, and it had been owned by someone in the mines before I, right. I got it, and he'd spent a few dollars on it. Okay. It had like a bit of an aero kit on it. Do you remember well, those? Yeah, yes, yes, And yes. the aero wheels. I remember the, the aero wheels. They had a big plate that covered all yes. the wheel nuts and everything. Yeah, it was cool. That thing, people used to freak out when I drove it around. It had these enormous wheels on, the likes yep. you had never well, seen. 16. 16. 16, so yeah. <laughs> Madness, eh? The tyres looked like rubber bands. Liquid Oh, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. But, again, another really cool car, and one that I wish I still had. It was a good thing. Okay, well... And you don't say that often about BNs. You can still get them cheaply enough, I think. You right. can. There's but, only only very specific ones have gone up yeah, in like, value. Yeah. Yes, yeah, V5000s and all that <laughs> That's sort of, right, yeah. yeah. And even a, a decent... I remember Gareth had a low-kilometre V... NSS. In the maroon, the, the burgundy ready Gareth? Color. This yeah. was white. You sh no, 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 no. Not that one. I reckon it was another one. He'd bought it like grandfather or something oh, like that. Oh, I don't that. know. It was mint, all original, when he sold it for a pittance back in the day. I oh, yes, you are right. Jeez, yeah. you've got a good memory. For GM and Holden. 
Yeah. Anything else I can't remember, but... <laughs> Speaking of selling things for a pittance, one that, I don't know, it did get away, but I'm not sure if I want it back, is I bought a, um, a, a Subaru uh, WRX STI V5 Coupe, 99. Yep. Um, and they were like a special car because they were the first super high performance Jap car of that sort of era to come to Australia. They were indeed. The yeah, ones that like the R32 of the yeah, Subi world. The ones that all blew up um, because we El our fuel wasn't yeah. good enough for them. And if that didn't blow the the tran- uh, clutch went, didn't it? No, I think they had a slightly better clutch in them, and I don't think the transes were as weak. They did. There were a few homologation parts in those two doors, and they yeah, were pretty cool. Okay. And I I. I had one for a couple of years. It was a one-owner, 20,000 Ks, and, you know, only for a few years ago, I bought it with a mate, and we were just deciding what to do with it. And, um, yeah, I think I drove it once that whole time, but it was just a nice sort of iconic car to look at. And, you know, the reason I'm a bit salty about it is that not long after I sold it, the values just went through the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> went the, the bloody roof. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So, you know, that was one that I kind of wished hadn't got away, but... I'm not sure if I wouldn't, would you know, I didn't don't have any, didn't have any fond memories of driving it. No, you know, it doesn't sort of do it for me. Yeah. Um. And before we move on, well, we're going to move on to another subject now. Uh, just tell me if I'm wrong here, but someone I know in Melbourne said a mate came around and saw them, and he just had a, a hurricane built. 2,000 horsepower engine, trans, twin turbos, had it all done beautifully, had it done up the east coast somewhere. And I, he goes, what do you think of that? And I said, oh, yeah, it's probably good. But uh. And he goes, what, you salty, you didn't get the job. And for the next 10 minutes, I had to explain to him how I probably wouldn't have taken the job on, even if I'd been offered it. Yeah, okay. And can you see my logic and reasoning there? I mean, I know how to do it. You've we also been there it. and done that, yeah. but it comes with its own headaches. Uh, well, the Nothing of that power is ever going to be reliable. No. Um, it ties up that much workshop time and uh, infrastructure that you've got to charge a king's ransom to even cover it. Yep. And then you've adopted the owner for as that's, long as he owns that's the That's what I was about to say. The owner would also have invested that much money oh, that would he be, would yeah. expect warranty for life. Well, it's so much that, but every time they go racing, come with me and, yeah, you know, and yeah. It takes, that's, and that's the reason I'd say no to a job like that is because that that's what takes away your enjoyment of the industry and cars. Yeah. You've got to be able to switch off and have downtime. Like when you put your pants up when you've left the shower for the last time <laughs> yeah. and you come back for a week, you don't think about mining. That's the best thing about week on, week off. You might you think need about some of, the things, some of the things that happened in there. You might, <laughs> yeah. might oh, know. there's some things you can never unsee. <laughs> <laughs> Once they've been seen. But we yeah. don't get. We don't get downtime. Once you start dealing with big egos, big dollars, yep. big power and big expectations, yep. you've got a big change in life. But that car becomes part of you almost, though. It does. In that, that's that don and tune bloody Yeah, I know. And thing. look, that's okay, providing things go well, and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. You know, That's why not everybody is driving around on the street in a 2,500 horsepower car. Yeah. But... Yep. I could see it would be a great fun thing to have and it would be a great fun thing to build and you'd probably possibly make a lot of money out of it if you charge three or 400000 for the build. But it just the mental anguish and stress and torment that comes yep. with it. Yep. You know, the, it's, o- the other thing that I reckon that would make me nervous hmm. is that when you tune something like that and it yep. can make 2500 yep. Yeah, say, say yep. do you want it left at 2500 Oh, there is always some adjustability <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, but... wouldn't you want it sort of like, there's the ragged edge... 
let's bring it back a little bit. But the owner's going to be like, nah, let's get on it. Get yeah. on it. Like, you know how many builds I've started out with over the years that have been like 1,200 horsepower builds? And every time you talk to the owner, every time you, you do further, all of a sudden he's telling people it's 1,500, 1,800. Yeah. I've got one at the moment that started off at 1,000 at the wheels and now it's a 2,500. You yeah. know, and and then you need... You know, once you get to that level, everything turns inverse and you've got to have, you know, dry sumps and this and that. And, you know, what you can get away with at 1,000 horsepower, you can't get away with at 2,000 horsepower. Hell no. And then if you've priced it and built it accordingly for the first figure... That's right. You then have to tell the owner that, all right, so you want more, we're going to have to scrap everything. And start again. <laughs> Which doubles the... Well, doesn't even double the billet. And then, well... Even worse, then what they don't understand is the fuse principle where, the, you know, the one that burns really brightly burns for a lot shorter <laughs> period of time. Yeah. You know, you yep. can make a pretty reliable 1,000 horsepower streetcar. Yeah. But you can't make a real, I don't care who you are, you can't make a reliable 2,000, 2,500 horsepower streetcar. They're already highly stressed, aren't they? Well, I would think so. Yeah, but, you know, you're just saying the Hurricane. The Hurricane's already a very finely tuned... Yeah, those an Atmo car it is, yeah. up there, isn't it? It's, yeah. what are they... Freaking five, six, seven hundred. Oh, I don't know. They make four hundred and ten or twenty kilowatts at the wheels. Big Standard. horsepower, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're not exactly weak. They are the weakest supercar you can buy now, unfortunately, because they're at mo. But yep. well, you know, all of Turbo Ferraris and McLarens dack them. But um, that's part of its charm. You know, people yeah. always say that. You know, like. But me, big projects, no. 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 Not going to do another one. Well, maybe it depends. I mean, you always, you know, it's like the comeback thing, but it's just as far as gearing up to do them, it's like it's fraught with diff, not just difficulty, but um, distress to your staff, your your environment. No, honestly, um, there's always argument. You know, it's just it's just not pleasant. Yeah. And we all go to work to have a good time. And, you know, unfortunately, the boys' own almanac readers that think that what I do is the most wonderful thing in the world haven't had the dose of reality from it as well. Yeah. yeah. You know? Playing with all these cars comes with a fairly high sort of mental cost. Well, have a look at what it's done to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like irreversible, <laughs> yeah. isn't if it? Pe this is why this thing's a good podcast. If people saw you, they'd be horrified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Cole. <laughs> I'm only saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it does tend to age you. You know, yeah. it's my 32nd birthday next yeah. month, and, yeah. yeah, I'm not looking too good for that. And, to be honest, the other thing that I always think about is some of the people that own these cars. Yes. Yeah. That is their pride and joy. It's their that, life. That is. And, yeah, it's sort of like you've got lots of people's <laughs> pride yeah. and joy. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know, they go home and they fight with their wife over it when it's not right and everything else. And you can be responsible for destroying these people's lives yep. in, in more way than one in more ways than one. So when the fun goes out of it, it's the time to move your focus onto other things. And, you know, I haven't reached that point yet, but it, it, you've just got to pick and choose your work really, really carefully. Well, you're bloody close, though, aren't you? So, really? no. With EVs. Oh, oh a, yeah, well, that you might as well. There's one yeah. crowd where you don't really get, I don't know, they're a different bunch, I guess. <laughs> I know what, what you're trying to say, Paul, but at the moment we're getting to the end of this epicast. Right. So, you know, we've got like a few more seconds to go, but I, I think you should say, everyone's saying, um, why do you, don't we talk before we do the podcast? Why do you always say, hey, babe, to me? <laughs> so just... at the moment, just say, hey, babe. Hey, babe. 